a turnip would be more likable than Ted Cruz. Seriously. I'm Ted uh, Cruz, and I did not murder 10, 15-year-old girls in my childhood. <laughs> and I believe I should be your senator. Joe Sixpack. Welcome to the Joe Sixpack recap. Uh, on the line with me, I have Bob Robert Gonzalez. How you doing, Bob? Ooh, boy. What's going on? Not much. I'm your host today, uh, filling in for the great Pete Knox, who could not make it tonight. And that is it. We have no one else with us. That is it. It's, it's Friday, and everyone has more important shit to do, which I completely understand. If it weren't for Pat, uh, Pat, Pete, uh, passing out drunk next to his child's crib, uh, we would have been doing this tomorrow with at least four people. But, I, no, I, thanks, Pete. <laughs> that whole situation it could not have um, ended in a more delightful way for me. Yeah. You know, it, there's always a little bit of fear when you find out Pete's missing, and you're you like, were "Oh, legitimately God. worried." And I yeah. agreed with you when you said that, like, something sh- it must be wrong because Pete doesn't miss podcasts like this. This is very strange. And no, he was just drunk. No, yeah, the Pete's um, repertoire and, and past transgressions really opens the door for any possibility mm-hmm. when you find out no one's not they're not sure Pete is it could he be could anything be dead in the ditch he could be drowning in the Meadowlands um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. could be drunk in a hospital on uh, a pirate boat he could have uh, killed 10 15 year old girls uh, <laughs> in his childhood <laughs> I think probably not that <laughs> but um, passed out next to his child uh, on the floor because he drank too much at work uh, was fitting. It could have been worse. I salute Definitely Peter. Could have been worse. But uh, yeah, we've got the one-on-one uh, romantic edition of the pod tonight. Uh, what's going on with you, Bob? Oh, not so, too what's much. happening in Bob World? I had a crash course in audio recording again because normally I do the video when I do these things, and that's too much effort for a Friday night when I've had a few drinks, had a few tokes. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm putting it together. What are you hearing, drinking tonight? Uh, well, right now, a Red Bull. Before, mm. some good old Booty's Office. Georgetown Booty's Office. Fantastic beer. Um, uh, if it was cool. a national beer, I would have said that we, uh, you know, make that the uh, replacement for the Stella Artois League name. But hmm, the Stone Division mm. works for me. It seems to work for everyone other than Kevin, so... I like it, but I'm I'm open to other ideas always. Uh, I'm drinking Daisy Cutter Pale Ale uh, by the Half Acre Brewing Company. I've discovered them recently. I enjoy their IPAs quite a bit. Half Acre? Where's that from? Chicago. Chicago. By the way, this is the start of the uh, Hopcast, our Hopcast Mm. for the week. Um, Daisy Acre. Yeah, Chicago. Get it, guys. (laughs) Daisy Daisy Cutter. Daisy Cutter. I've already forgotten. Again, half the acre, half acre company. Uh, in my world, I found out via email that I'm no longer an eligible Amazon Prime driver. Driver? Yeah, so that's out. What? Wait, were you a driver before? I registered and I tried it once to try it. <laughs> did you? So you had one review? Uh, I don't think anyone reviewed me. To Amazon Prime. So I was delivering packages. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't think I had any reviews. A... I got a good report card for my one and only trip out. 
Um, but it was not worth it. I would not recommend it. Huh. And this is the new addition to the Gopher podcast where you're a digital gopher for one of the many companies these days. Uh, I myself will try next week uh, Uber packages. So You should Uber. No, they they exploit their drivers heavily. You should lift. They have to wear pink mustaches. And I don't, you know, a full, like, dark mustache on board. Pink. Right. Jumping right, football, though. <laughs> jumping right into football here. Uh, let's do a quick uh, recap of the standings, see where everyone's out. We'll start with the uh, newly uh, christened Stone Division. And currently, everyone has one win, one loss. So, not too exciting. And their points leader is, in fact, an American Circumcision. Well, of course, it's my American Circumcision. Um, 289. So, not only the division leader in points, but the league leader. Well, 194 points in week one will make it pretty easy to be the point leader in week two. Yeah, that was a good... Good, good, uh, good starting cushion there for you. We have Pete in second with 240 points, so he's not too far behind. Um, he's doing fine right now, aside from the, well, he can't get his points. Now, we'll get bench, into, but we'll, we'll get, get into him. him. We'll get into him, the teams, uh, as we go on here. Um, let's see, we got the uh, Sam Adams division. Uh, fellow Zelly leading the way at two and zero. Um, John. John Zelly, uh, with uh, only 199 points, so maybe getting a little lucky to be leading that division. Followed up by our good buddy Seth, who declined the podcast uh, with 212 points, and then our, our friend Luke and my dad just just absolutely sucking it out in two. <laughs> the uh, Le'Veon Bell less Lou Zelly Senior. Yeah. Yes, definitely having problems. And Seth, <laughs> I'm very disappointed you telling me this morning that you would be joining us not here in absentia as they say mm -hmm. and then the uh premier division also known as the yingling lager division uh 2-0 is uh me team mcteam name followed up by the the sean our current champion sean with uh, one loss on his record thanks to me at one and one and we got our buddy joe uh, we assume he's alive and well, and uh, then uh, our but uh, Matt uh, surprisingly Owen too, whose team I loved coming out of the draft, uh, struggling a little out of the gate. Uh, we can get into his uh, issues as we go along, but that's uh, where we're currently standing. Yeah, I mean you're leading the division right now, but once Sean goes out into the world and plays the other uh, teams. In the other divisions, I think he and Gurley are going to rack up a number of wins, to which I don't know that you'll be able to stand up to, but we'll see, though. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I like the challenge. Uh, so let's get into the recap. Uh, we're going to use uh, Matt's amazing uh, Week 2 uh, charts and recap here. And we're going to start with uh, Seth versus Luke. Uh, this is a good game. Uh, tell me what you remember from this matchup, Bob. What would you like? Uh, I liked that I was able to root for Luke most of the time. No one on his team got injured, and uh, because of that, his team did pretty well. Um, not top-notch. He uh, didn't get quite what he wanted from Odell Beckham, but uh, mostly no one was able to join me on Sunday, so I was sitting around watching football by myself for like eight straight hours and oh. bitching about everyone's teams. So... You know, he got a he got a good amount from Buck Allen, which is pretty nice. 
I'm not sure that he knows that Javorius Allen's name is Buck Wait, Allen, but he knows. Who did? What? Huh? I said oh. who did? Oh my god. Joining the call from the cliffhanger. We am driving it on podcast. That is dedication, fellas. You joined at the perfect time. We were literally speaking of you. Speak right of now. the Polish devil, Luke. Tell us about <laughs> your unfortunate loss to uh the weed uh we got to come up with a good nickname related to this new enviable job. We'll go with weed Weedmeister for right now. Business guy, Seth. Tell us, tell us what happened, Luke. Okay. Well, uh, you saw what happened. I had no idea that Gronk and uh, would produce a quarter points of what he what he always does. And same thing with uh, OBJ. That's pretty much what killed me, man. It's those two players. Yeah, your studs, your studs did not come through for you there. Nope, it did not. Uh, I was expecting something to happen, and the whole game, nothing happened. Gronk got uh, double teamed. And uh, I lost. <laughs> like there was like no passes to him whatsoever. I think one pass. That's it. Like twenty yards. Well, I mean, uh, Tom Brady had some significant issues throughout that entire yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. In general, yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was a little disappointed. And again, if I hit Mahomes, you know, it wouldn't really matter. I still would have won. But hey, yeah, that's the so, price. Uh... Hey. <laughs> you got a 20, 27 points out of Gordon. You had to feel good about that. Ooh, um, Seth, Seth's big producers were uh, Aguilar with 19, uh, the, uh, Hopkins with 20, Golden Tate with 15, a lot of wide receiver action, and he got 13 out of his defense where you got one. So that's a pretty big gap. Yeah, well, you know, I've, uh, I've been following Lindsey a lot from uh, Denver, and um, – He's uh, improving uh, a lot, dude. Like he's like every game, he's been going up in points, up and up and up. Like he's turning into another, another solid uh, running back. So honestly, yes, I think I you know locked out on um, Mahomes, but Lindsey is picking up the slack. So I'm kind of excited about it. So I guess I haven't really lost that much. <laughs> Nah, man, you're you're still I, in good I shape, and I, I agree yes. with your assessment of Philip Lindsay. I think he's an exciting guy, and mm-hmm. you're lucky to have him uh, on your stable there. And I will uh, say this. Philip Lindsay, not a guy that I said anything to Luke about. Like, that's all him. All him. Like, a, a decision that Luke made and made well. I am <laughs> Not all my decisions are crappy. Yay. Whoa. Okay. By the way, yeah. I just yeah, wanted to make sure. Um, you weren't getting an accident I'm, or something I'm, that was concerned for a bit. I'm not going to get an don't worry. But uh, I'm driving through shitty areas. So I might lose service. If I do, then I'll just join when I get home. But well, that That's okay. Yeah. I mean, you've given us the most important part of the podcast so far. So Okay. All right. Okay. I'll just listen in until, you know, I get cut off. <laughs> okay. <sounds> good. <laughs> yeah. Chime in when you can. Next up, uh, we had uh, uh, Sweet Pete. Uh, winning, uh, winning the day, 114 versus Andrew, 88.6. Uh, some takeaways from this. Uh, let's see here. Pete uh, really relied on uh, Kirk Cousins, 33 points, uh, compared to Jared Goff's uh, 18. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty big margin. Bob, what do you, what do you like in this game? I well, what I don't like that Christian McCaffrey actually got him points, which I keep you know, assuming he's never going to. But occasionally he's going to work out well. I like that Isaiah Crowell only got him 4.9, and then Pete made the very smart decision to not play him this week as well. Um, so, you know, 
he's on top of these important calls. Some absolute mismanagement from Pete last week as he left a lot of points on the bench. Uh, Will Fuller, 21 points. Deshaun Jackson, 20 points. For both. a second week in a row. Yeah, both chilling, chilling on the sidelines there. So he's he's been crowing about his depth, but he hasn't figured out how to pop, properly utilize it. I've never heard of any person talking about the depth of their bench on their team. Like this is this is a very new uh, thing to talk about, uh, to my memory. <laughs> well, it's new uh, for I've Pete. Never heard That's... the words deep bench ever in our league. Uh, so some unique uh, choices by Pete being made, and I like them. Andrew, overall decent decisions. Uh, Matt Ryan, thirty on the bench, that hurts, but it would not have made made up the gap here no. for him. Um, yeah, not much more to take away from that week. What do you? Andrew, what do you well, I'll, I'll say that Andrew is getting um, his fair share from Saquon Barkley, who, you know, despite all the hype, I, you know, I I, I never fully trust any rookie running back. In general, um, mm-hmm. I like them. I like them to be about twelve to sixteen years old, so they don't uh, know the mistakes they're making. Yeah, um, as Chris Collinsworth will say, and he agrees with me on this. Um, but when it comes to running back, the two to five or six year range is what I look for. Uh, so Saquon Barkley is actually kind of you know turning that on its head because he's been great for two weeks. Yeah, um, uh, he he looks great. The rest of the team around him maybe holding him back a little. Um, oh, for sure, the Giants suck. Yeah, the Giants Saquon Barkley is great, and OBJ, of course. Yeah. Everyone else. I approached Andrew for a trade for Julio Jones. Uh, he wisely declined me, so <laughs> that was unfortunate. Who's his uh, chastity belt? Do you think? Uh, is it Jen? It's probably God. Jen. It's probably Jen. Maybe Jen really to... runs his team. I don't even know. I mean, he was supposed to be here, but he could only do it yesterday when Pete couldn't. So, you know, he can't defend himself. So I'm going to assume it's his wife that runs his whole team. Have you been shot down on any trades yet this uh, this season, Bob? Me? Uh, I haven't actually sent any offers, which is a little bit strange. I usually wait until week three or four, though, before I start uh, okay. tossing shit around. You know. Yeah, let it let things simmer. All right, <clears throat> next up we got little John eating my father, ninety six point four to seventy four point three. Let's take a look here. Top performers for uh for for little Johnny Boy was uh twenty two points out of Philip Rivers, and uh, seventeen out of T Y Hilton. T Y had a great game this week. Uh, well, week two now, but yeah, I I liked him a lot. It's looking good. My dad is uh, truly in the dregs here, playing starting Ty Montgomery as a second RB. Uh, that Le'Veon Bell that can't be understated. The effect it's having on his team. It's like chopping uh, off a leg. Like you're playing yeah, football and then you just lop one leg off at the knee. It's going to be a little bit more difficult to score points. Yeah, Amari Cooper was uh, one of his top performers, surprisingly, for a change with 16 points. And then uh, Russell Wilson, of all people, dragging his team down for the second week in a row here at QB, Bob. Why don't you speak to Seattle's issues? Uh, What's going on over there? Well, um, (laughs) we could do a full hour of (laughs) podcasts on the issues with Seattle right now. And here's the thing. 
me, Luke, Matt, we would all disagree at what the issues are. Your team. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can all agree the O line still not great. Hmm, still not great. I mean, but it's also very true, and every single year that Russell Wilson does not do well, especially fantasy wise, until like week four or five, and then it's all the, the sky's the limit from that point. I think that is a surprisingly insightful comment from you because I do remember that last season. Uh, he starts out slow, mm-hmm. works out the kinks, and man, he—I you know, think after that he was just gangbusters for the rest it's of the year. Season. I mean, he was the number one QB in fantasy last year, and he was terrible for the first six weeks. So. Was he number one or was Cam number one? He was number one. Mm. You're right. I think I, Cam was number two. I was actually surprised by it when I saw it when we were drafting. All right. Well, we'll keep our eye. Keep our, what about the um, – I'm hearing comments like Russell Wilson and uh, your, the Truther coach are like no. are like, like publicly no. arguing? Or is that just – that's no. just uh, bull? No. No, I read a Seattle Times <laughs> – I read a Seattle Times article this week that, that the headline was basically like, Russell Wilson's future with the Seahawks in question with no uh, deal signed yet. And the whole point of the article is basically like, well, Aaron Rodgers got a contract extension with two years left on his contract. Why hasn't Russell Wilson? Yeah, that sounds. Well, like I can tell you what bait. the answer to that is: the Seahawks have seven million dollars in cap space this year. Yeah, that's, that's right the only reason. Some, some clickbait. <laughs> uh, next, next uh, game and one close to my heart was uh, my victorious victory: uh, one hundred thirty-four point eight over Sean, one hundred twenty-one point eight. Uh, top one and two scores there, just like uh, you and Pete last week, Bob. Um, yeah, the slugfest right there. That was. Uh, he he pulled back within uh, striking range for a while there. Made me a little nervous. He can never uh, discount Gurley. No. And, but well, uh, managed Gurley to hold on with – uh, I thought he had you there for a while. Yeah, managed to hold on with Patrick Mahomes, 38.8 points. Uh, lead, oh, no, I started Ben. Ben, 38.9 yeah, points. started Ben. Away. And that was a much smarter decision, getting that point one more points. Yeah, yeah, that's called good team management. Unlike Peter's, not so good team management. Also, still, you know, remember, fuck you for outbidding me on Mahomes. You. Did. <laughs> yep, yep. Who who dropped him hey, again? I don't hey, know. hey, hey, hey! Be lucky that you can have him. Be lucky that you can have him. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Already the already uh, waiver claims uh, helped my team immensely between uh, Mahomes. In two games, he scored, like, what, 60 points, which is just fucking stupid ridiculous. He only had 10 touchdowns. Come on. Yeah, only 10. Yeah, only, I have shit. Some quarterback get that through the entire year. It's only the most <laughs> in two games of any starting quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, Sean made me nervous. 27 out of Cam isn't bad. 30 out of Todd. That guy just is a machine. 26 out of Travis Kelsey. That felt bad every time. Kelsey has a monster game, and it drove me nuts because Tyreek yeah. Hill was there the whole time. Yet oh, Kelsey. Tyreek Hill took forever to get going. I, I have him in my other team, and I was like, what is happening? He got there. But uh, that's enough uh, stroke of my ego. We'll go ahead down to the game of the week here, which was our, our buddy Joe. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Joe, wherever he is. 112 points, uh, beating out uh, Matt at 104 yeah, we never really got that proof of life of Joe. I'm, uh, he may be dead, and Sean may be playing his team right now. It wouldn't surprise me. Wow. Sean would be a good friend and, and keep it alive in his spirit. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, not tell us, because he likes to not tell us anything until like a year after it's happened. Yeah, Just... Sean and I share that share that uh, trait. Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck you. It's a good. It's a strong private private trait. So uh, Matt, Insider I mean, KOP Matt... boy jokes right here for everyone else who's joined us in recent years. Uh, Matt dealing with the Doug Baldwin injury all season. That, that's uh, not not helpful. It's true, uh, but he's not totally relying on him right now. He's no. got and he's got Ingram coming back in week four, so. Yeah, so here's so I think the question for Matt was could he get to Ingram in 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 a good position? And here we are at 0 and 2. So I think the question is 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 Matt in panic mode here? Um, you know, uh, the, which I would argue he's a pretty decent shot to start in uh, 0 and 3. You know, since he is against uh, me, uh, should Matt be panicked? Well, I'll tell you what Matt would say. He'd say, uh, "I'm not right now. I think I'm I'm feeling pretty good about my team." Um, I can't do a good man impression. Not for like more than five seconds. Well, I think Matt is in trouble again this year, or this this game. <laughs> Not to mention Matt has the voice of a Greek god, so. Mm, <laughs> yes. That's true, that's true. Yeah, Matt's uh, taking a look here. I mean, who's he going to play at RB2 this week? Chris Carson? Jamal Williams? I don't know. He was asking me my opinion on this earlier, and uh-huh. I won't breach his trust and say what I said. So, but all right, yeah. But uh, yeah, Joe coming in strong with uh, Maddie Stafford at twenty-four, and Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is just uh, the heart of his team right now, twenty-five points. Um, oh, what? Uh, well, no, I'm just yeah, Michael Thomas only. Yeah, only second to uh, Tyreek Hill. So. You know, no, the heart, of, uh, the heart of of Joe's team. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill. No, I know. I believe I have Tyreek Hill. I'm obviously I'm referencing myself. What else? What else are we talking about in this podcast? Isn't the whole okay. thing about me? I thought that was what we were doing here. Is it time for him to cut bait on Larry? I like Larry coming no. in. No, I, no, I don't know, man. It's not that team. He had eleven points in the awful. Okay, the team does look awful, but they still have Larry Fitz. That's the only um, constant they have right now. Uh, well, he's the only point producer. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> they got a. They, I think Sam Bradford. Once they they jettison Sam Bradford, maybe we see an uptake from Larry. To go to who? But, uh, I don't even know who their second quarterback is. All right, uh, moving moving on to the uh, the next section of the pod here. Before we jump into uh, upcoming games, I'd like to do a. Uh, a, a new section uh, of the pod, uh, and I have not come up with a title of it yet. Bob, help me come up with a title on the fly. Lose untitled random section of the pod. Call it the uh, Judge Dread portion of the podcast. Uh, we're going to make a judgment on an issue in other leagues. I think this is important to, to bring up now because it could happen in our league, and I want to know how people feel. So feel free to chime in. Oh email. my god. Sorry, uh, I just blew everyone's ears out with a Judge Dredd clip that you guys uh, didn't. We, didn't, anyway, we didn't get it. We'll continue. We it. Let's continue. But uh, so here so here's the uh the scenario. I'd like you like you and Luke to um rule upon. So um well this is going to be a hypothetical, but let's say execution. Uh, we'll use Joe Mixon as an example. So Joe Mixon, let's say a player in our league put up Joe Mixon as a trade, right? 
uh, Are you saying you're going to trade Joe Mixon? I will take him. <laughs> Sold. So let's say uh, it's, you know, as you know, Sunday he, he got hurt, but he came back and played, right? So he seemed fine. Monday rolled around. Player A puts up a trade for Joe Mixon. He's like, I'd like to trade Joe Mixon to, you know, for whoever, to player B. So the trade's sitting there. It's up. It's chilling. Player B notices in the news come Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't remember when the news dropped, that Mixon was hurt. I'm messing this up. Player A noticed – wait. They were trading for Joe – shit. Anyway, long story short, the trade gets accepted purposely after it shows that Mixon's injured. Yes. Now, should the trade have gone through? Should the trade stop? be stopped because yes. it was made at with new – information after new information broke so what i'm saying is a player who's trying to trade uh, i i messed up the setup let's say uh player b said i would like to trade for joe mixon it was sitting in player a's inbox player a hadn't accepted he sees that joe mixon's hurt he clicks the accept button so who's who who's that basically liable there who should be should player b who put up the trade be mindful enough of the news to see oh shit mixon's you know hurt i need to pull this trade down mm-hmm uh, that's, that's a tough one, but I would say if it was if I was in in, that, in those shoes, I would say um, uh, stop it. I mean, you, I mean the other person. It's like you're counting that the other person's occupied by something, you know, and then so this will go through to your benefit. That's that's kind of like a dick move, you know. It's absolutely a dick move. I, I can agree with that. I guess the question is: Is it the responsibility of the player who put up Mixon? Uh, you know, to 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 realize that oh shit, I got to pull this down because now Mixon's hurt. Burn him to the ground, I say. No, I, I I mean, the way that it would play out in our league is that we we would have accepted the trade already and it would have gone through within that period of time. But I mean, in general, like once a trade is accepted, like it, it's just between you and I. Oh, yeah, I can get the. Uh, uh... <laughs> Spicy sandwich playing. Ooh, spicy no, cheese sandwich. That's a, a that's a, a solid choice. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. What, what did you say? Oh, what else can I get for you? Oh, okay. Um, uh, any uh, medium coke, maybe. Maybe. Okay. And that's all. All right. That's gonna be something I'm hungry, ma'am. <laughs> Well, I did a shitty job setting up that scenario. Luke saved it. So let's move on. Um, we can, we can uh, re Luke, revisit this best. one next week. You are my favorite person in the league. <laughs> Luke, I just want to check. You went with the spicy chicken, but you went plain? Luke? He's getting. He's receiving. Oh, he's finishing. His spicy chicken finishing now. his transaction. Luke, you will respect the man's time with his spicy chicken. All right. Well, I need to know. I need to be part Give of this. Give him a second. He needs to enjoy it and make sure it's made right. <laughs> you do. You do. Got to check it. Hold on. I'm Luke. getting food. Okay. Is your spicy chicken made right though? My spicy chicken plain. Fuck yes. Plain. I right, didn't put that mayonnaise on there. No, man, I'm, like, allergic to some things. I don't want to die. Uh, well, you got to check die, that, though, before you drive away. You don't want to have to pull back around. I'm going to have my own shit. <laughs> That's right. So did you get fries with that, Luke? Uh, just to say, you are at Wendy's, correct? Correct. Okay, did you get fries with that, or are you just going with the chicken? 
no, I did get fries. Um, I, yeah, the you gotta get fries. Better, better than McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like I, I like me I some like Wendy's. Thicker kind, the uh, like the potato skin type. The rough cut or whatever the. Uh... Yeah, they have a more potatoey taste. Yeah. Oh yeah. You get a little bit yeah. of the skin on there, and then it, it's great. Yeah, yeah, that's Luke, what I mean. Luke that's Wendy's the... was the correct choice for this for the Joe Six Pack <laughs> podcast. This is uh, knowing our our history, our our KOP history. We spent many a night at Wendy's drive-through. Oh my god, that time we ended up with like forty burgers. Oh, we did. No, no, no. Somehow we, we ordered like forty junior bacon cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. My favorite part about that is we're all high as a kite, and the lady's like, "We're gonna need you to pull around and wait." And we're like, "What's up?" Oh shit! <laughs> yes. Wendy's police is fucking on us. Dude, drive. We we're like, "Leave, drive." And, and Bob's like, "I paid." And then they I'm came out with our burgers. Dude. They came out with forty burgers, and we're like, "Oh, that's why they needed to pull around. They had to kill a new cow." And those burgers somehow five minutes. Somehow we Come ordered on. forty burgers. It was the best night right. of our lives. It was a good night. Moving on to week three games. By the way, Lou, the trade goes through. You know it does. You you say that you you allow the trade to go through. Yeah, and unless the person like objects before we get to the approval, but that's like an hour or two usually. So. Well, how would you how would you feel, Bob, if you were if you were on the other side of the stick, on, on the other end of the stick? Cancel the trade, like. Yeah, exactly. So Bob, so <laughs> it was that player's responsibility. They should have known. They should have been on top of the news. Mix and insert. They should have known to pull that trade back. Call me up. Pull me out of a meeting. Call Lou up. Pull him out of a surgery. Make sure that that trade doesn't go through. <laughs> yeah. Right? Make sure he fucking bats. Make sure he cancels that or he's going to get screwed. Surgery does not good enough to use. Interesting. <laughs> I, this, I think this merits, <laughs> this merits new dis- more discussion. With the rest of the league, and it better explain because I did a bad job. But we're going to move on to the week three matchups. Uh, we talk are only at 30 style. minutes, by the way. I don't understand why Pete has a hard time making us go. We're, like, dicking around talking about uh, uh, dine-out like menus and spicy chicken. Pete, this is easy. You don't even need to do this anymore. Continue, <laughs> Lou. Let's make this podcast great. I shall. I shall continue. We are going to start with a week three matchup. Uh, let's start with Pete, the Penny Pincher. A good it, name uh, for his, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, person Good change. Yeah. The Penny Pincher versus uh, Kevin's in for a penny with Penny. Yeah, Kevin's uh, terrible puns. He's just not good at puns, and he hasn't been for many years. It's been a weak pun game for a while now, and I think it's the offensive line. I think that's the main issue. <laughs> We're going to start with Pete finally gets to, to start his new shiny. Carson Wentz going to be leading his team uh, against Aaron Rodgers, who's still dealing with a uh, lingering injury. Um, I think the, the uh, you know, let's just start with this. Bob, who do you like on Pete's team? Who do you like on Kevin's team this week? Well, uh, hmm. you're going to have to remind me. Who is this Carson Wentz fellow? Is that, uh, he's that a... crazy redhead kid that got locked in the um, trailer park bathroom? Sure. True thing that happened. Not a trailer park. It was a rest stop. It's much better. It's Yeah, that felt racist. The, felt, the fact that she went to trailer park. No, I'm not feels... trying to be racist. I'm saying it's where all the homosexual hang out. Uh, Bob's so favorite. It's just homophobic. That's that's all I was going for. Bob, stick to the question. Uh, who do you like on Pete's team? Who do you like on Kevin's team? Well, I've heard Antonio Brown's pretty good. 
He has. He has uh, a little bit of str- struggling last week. Um, uh, he's been making some noise. Do you think they feed him purposely because of that this week? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to trade Antonio Brown and uh, Le'Veon Bell within oh, Jesus the next two days. Luke, so. who do you like? Who do you like on no, Kevin's team? No, 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 no. I'm no, keeping you, the mic. Uh, cut off. I, I'm very happy that Pete's playing Deshaun Jackson like I told him he should for the last two weeks. And uh, I'm pretty sure that he will score two points. That's all I got. Dude, I don't know, man. So, all right. We'll get back to Pete. Let's see. Let's, uh, Kevin, Kevin's got to be happy with Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, just last week, just killing it. Um, but what about David Johnson? Does this get turned around at any point? No. No. What would you uh, – what would you – trade for david johnson at this point bob um tariq Cohn. no that's that, pretty that's bad. a joke that's a joke but no actually seriously like i i was uh, you know matt will at least and i think luke but matt will be able to attest that i've been saying that arizona is going to be by far the worst nfc west team this year i mean they they had all the main decision makers retire so like aside from david johnson they got basically no one like all of the, even all their secondary best receivers all left. Like they got, they get David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, and nothing. Yeah. So I don't know how they're going to be a good team. So let me ask you this: Going forward, would you rather have David Johnson or Carlos Hyde? Right now, Hyde. David Johnson or Isaiah Crowell? Uh, Crowell, no. Uh, David Johnson every week except for this week, and Pete's an idiot for not playing him. Both of them, honestly. Yeah, let's get to that. Pete's uh, continues his mis- mismanagement of his team. He's already left 41 points on the bench, 18 out of Crowell, 23 out of Hyde, starting James White and Will Fuller over the, both those potential running backs. James White, I don't understand. Fuller, I'm fine with. But, yeah, mm. I don't know why he played. What? I like my I like my running backs in the flex when I can pull it off. I probably would have put Hyde mm-hmm. in that I probably spot. Have, but uh, all right, who, who you guys like? Who you like this week? Uh, Pete is a slight projected favorite at 107. Uh, Kevin, uh, anti circumcision crusader, is at 102. Who who you, who you two leaning on this week? If you had to put up some shekels, I think Pete has a better chance. Agreed. Luke likes Pete as he uh, as he swallows a bite of spicy chicken. Bob, spicy chicken. Luke and I agree. Um, I like <laughs> Pete as well, mostly because I hate fantasy Kevin. Um, real Kevin, <laughs> I'm a big fan of. I like him. Uh, fantasy Kevin, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Pete also benching Allen Robinson after a decent week, and Allen Robinson's up against Arizona, whose defense isn't that great. Mm, no, I don't know. Really aren't. Again, that's another. You know, but he took Allen Robinson out for Deshaun Jackson, which, again, something I told him he should do a while ago. And he is playing Pittsburgh, who has been god-awful. Yeah, that's going to be very likely another shootout. So I I, I guess I can't agree with that one. All right, so I agree with you guys. I'm going with Pete on this one. Moving on, next matchup we have... Let's uh, let's go to Bob. We got uh, Bob versus Andrew, both one and one See, uh, struggling for control of that division. We have, uh, well, let's see here. Bob going with, uh, sticking with Sean Watson. Not going to, not going to try out Jimmy Garoppolo yet. No, Watson got up to 22 points last week. He's, 
you know, he went 11 first week, 22 second week. I assume he'll have 33 this week, 44 next week, 55 the week after that, etc., etc. So, you know, as long as that that trend continues, unstoppable. And you are you really sticking with Josh Gordon in the flex? Uh, no. I haven't, no? Deci- no. I, I haven't decided yet. I just know that J.H.I. is out because he's a traitor and his back is a little bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I don't know. Josh Gordon. It's a placeholder right now. What was that, Luke? So the how dare, how dare him get hurt? Yeah, I know. That dick. Right? It's not, that's not, that's not acceptable. No, Still I'll hanging you, on to Tariq Cohen. Oh, go on. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm, I'm honestly pissed about. Fucking Greg Zerline. For the first time in I, I don't even know how long, like many, many years, I have two kickers on my roster. That is infuriating. <laughs> Why are you holding on to Greg Zerline? Because he's supposed to be back in like two weeks, and the dude scores like 15 to 20 points every single week. He's the only like game-breaking kicker that you have. I so, cannot abide. I cannot abide you I, holding on to an injured I'm, kicker on your bench. I'm very torn on my own decision. I'm, no, I don't not like good. it at all. No, I don't like it. I don't like it in the least. Um, I love your core, Bob. Man, I, I can't. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Tariq Hill, just win you every week. And I have to say, I'm impressed with the production you got out of someone who I didn't even think about preseason, Curtis Thompson. You think uh, that just, continues? Yeah. Uh, for now, I mean, think of it this way: it's Chris Thompson in an offense where he was already being used pretty heavily last year until he, you know, broke his leg. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got uh, Alex Smith, who went from a team where he was feeding the fuck out of the scat back of Kareem Hunt. So now they go to the passing back in Washington with Chris Thompson. Oh, surprisingly, he's gotten. Let me look at it. Um, oh, it's not showing it. It's it's like 20 plus targets in the first He's two weeks. 19 receptions the first two games. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, great for PPR. And I did not make that Alex, uh, the, the, QB, the QB connection until today. I finally felt that there. I was like, shit, no wonder. Um, so, yeah, that's a, a great piece of your team there uh, that I found impressive. Over here to Andrew. Like We, we talked about Saquon. Andrew's got a great wide receiver core with Evans and Jones. He's sticking with Peyton Barber in the flex right now, uh, but he has not been producing for him. I, I don't know who I'd well, stick in, got... though, this week. I'll assume Andrew already knows this, so I won't say. I mean, he's got Aaron Jones coming back this week, and you know it might be worth playing him. There are certain fantasy analysts that believe Aaron Jones is the real Know, number one back there no. and i don't disagree with it uh, i think I aaron jones is the most ta- for sure yeah i think he's the most talented back there but i also think they're going to stick with like the, the three-headed monster approach if i had to give andrew any advice i think i would probably try i might toss theoretic in the flux this week uh against new england i give picked that him a up in my other league specifically for the new england matchup so you know, I'm, and I might actually, unfortunately, have to play him because I fucked myself in that league with Bell. But you know, whatever. Yeah, um, Bob, you're projected 112 to 102. Uh, you feeling confident? I, you know, I am. I feel confident about every week, but um, we'll we'll see how it plays out. I really don't know what I'm doing with my flex. Uh, I feel pretty confident about all my other plays except for kicker. Obviously, I'm pretty sure the Vikings are going to get like 35 points because they're playing Buffalo of all 
fucking teams, and that's Buffalo yeah. is the new Browns. Now the Browns have Ugh. won a game. Um, so the 0-16 worse, Bills worse are really going to be a, a font of points, I feel like. Did you see a, a, a Browns fan caught a possum in the stands? What? I believe it. Yeah, Google that. Yeah, they deserve that win. They caught a possum. Luke, <laughs> uh, Bob or Andrew this week? Luke. Spicy Luke. chicken sandwich it is. Um, and then we're going to go moving on to the next game. Yeah, I'm going to go with Bob as well. I believe that Bob is going to win this game. I'm Lucas. <laughs> I swear to God, you make the best impression of a Russian. <laughs> you know what's great with cut hair? Spicy chicken. <laughs> exactly. Is winning All right. Speaking of Luke, uh, we got Krispy Kreme versus Luke, Fury of Fist, Chuck Norris, uh, and... And Luke's uh, right now. I'm not sure who's playing in that second wide receiver slot because he has a blank. Luke, who are you going to put in there, man? Are you going to let us in? Are you going to keep it a secret? Uh, well, I'm still debating. I have a few players to put in there, but you know, it's 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 hard to. Uh, like I was talking to Bob today uh, about it. Like it's uh, it's there's there's pluses on both sides. You know, points are so close that you can't really judge the player on the points right now. It makes it, it won't work. So um, I just have to decide of who's gonna be better, uh, either against a Philly defense or against uh, uh, the, uh, was the Philly defense. And the other one is playing against Green Bay. Green Bay has allowed uh, what their third and <clears throat> most points or more, most passing yards allowed so far this season. So there's a lot of potential there, but there's five players to choose from when it comes to passing. On the yeah, other hand, there's only three, but the defense is a lot stronger than than Green Bay. So I got to decide. <laughs> it's a tough one, Bob. If you were going to counsel Luke, who would you tell him to throw in that second wide receiver spot? I would say one of the wide receivers I give him for Melvin Gordon. I would I would say I, that that would be the advice I give him. <laughs> who do you want, Luke? Luke. <laughs> Don't do it, Luke. Moving on to... Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I, I guess maybe I don't know. Sneed. It's a hard one. I'll, I'll, I'll have to... I mean, I don't know. It's a toss-up. I think I will probably go with the fewer targets. I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, fewer targets so they get more passes. I'll probably do that. Huh? I think it's more... I think it's better than having five players to go to, to you know, all, all to go... Uh, five players to be going for catches as opposed to three. Even if it's a tough defense... Still, you know, thirty-three percent percent chess as as opposed to twenty percent. So that's a difference, right? That's math, Luke. That's math. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're referencing, but that's all right. Sneed, Bob, it's math. I don't worry about math. Targets. So I would go with Sneed, maybe. Well, because the Colts have, uh, you know, um, Grant on uh, on the Colts. He he's one of five targets, right? Um, sure. So, right. So, he has so I mean, targets, so yeah. he. You, all right, yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, John's uh team here. John is struggling at running back. He's got Devontae Freeman hurt. Um, uh, luckily for him, he uh has Latavius Murphy on his uh ready to go on his bench, like the snake that he is. So he'll be starting my backup while Davin Cooks out. Uh, uh who like do you like? A snake. Him? He drafted him for one dollar. What do you mean, snake? The snake. He's a snake. Well, he sold uh, him for you at $1? No, people are saying it. Now, what about him not starting 
Alex Collins. According to this right now, he seems to be benching Alex Collins this week in favor of Marvin Jones in the flex, Lamar Miller and Latavius Murray. What do you think about that, Bob? Just dicey with Jones. I mean, I, I mean, so as I've said before on this podcast, I'm I, Matt and I have an interesting view on Alex Collins and Luke probably too, because he was a Seahawk before and he has the ability. He just, you know, kind of fucks himself a lot by fumbling and not getting it in critical situations. So like when he's playing well, he's awesome. When he's not, uh, the coach seems to want to strangle him. If he's playing, it's good. It could be either good or just horribly fucking bad. There is nothing in between. So, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a big risk. It's a big risk. Uh, I'm going to let Luke in on the secret. Point. Sorry. Cut you off there, Luke. Um, I, I I believe that uh, that's uh, some gamesmanship there. I I almost gar- I will personally guarantee that Alex Collins will end up in the flex there. I think that's uh, a Zelly guarantee everybody. Yeah, I think that's first. Johnny throwing some shade, trying to get Luke off his game. Not gonna work. <laughs> so uh, you're no. thinking he's gonna pull Marvin Jones? Which yeah, I think he'll pull Marvin should. Jones. Stick stick uh, Alex Collins in there. Uh, next up, we got Amadou Meat Smiths. God, that cheesesteak looks good every time I see it. Uh, his logo there against uh, Philly Special, uh, the most original name we have in the league here. Seth, <laughs> the um, weed. Damn it, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got to come weed up with Meister. something. Weedmeister. Yeah, Weedmeister. We're, uh, We're going with that more... for now. For right now. Wait, wait, wait. Hey guys, wait. So, uh, who, uh, who, who do you, who do you think is gonna win, me or? Oh shit! What's oh, my bad. <laughs> Thank you, Luke, for pulling us back into reality. Yeah, Bob, uh, I'll let you, I'll let you go first. Your job. Uh, I'm gonna say Luke, but I don't know who he's playing in that wide receiver slot. So, uh... well, yeah, um, I'm gonna say Luke because he's here right now. <laughs> Thank you. That, that makes me feel so much better. My confidence is restored. <laughs> you know what? I'm going with Luke too. I think Rob Gronk bounces back this week with a big, a big total. I think Melvin Gordon. That Rams defense is good, but not so good against a run. I think. Uh, I think he produces. I think Alex Smith uh, playing at home uh, pulls something out of his butt there and, and goes toe to toe with Green Bay. And uh, I like Philip Lindsay. Uh, unfortunately, he is at Baltimore. That's not great, but I'm 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 going to lean Luke on this one as well. Sweet. Also, go, so suck it, fuck little John. That snake, little John. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Even uh, it, it doesn't matter who I put in there. We are projecting the same points. No, well, I yeah, I guess sort of. Yeah. Super accurate projections brought to you by ESPN. <laughs> Spin the number okay. one leader in sports. <clears throat> Rolling in to the Philly special versus the Amadeo Meatsmiths. Uh, we've already talked about my dad's running back woes. He has addressed it this week by outbidding me on Giovanni Bernard and me. Uh, and you, oh, what'd you bid for him? I don't even remember, like seven dollars or something like that. Uh, not enough. No. Uh, so, uh, I think a quality starter and that running, running back two slot for this week. Um, He's got the uh, perennial underperformers, Demarius Thomas and Amara Cooper, uh, in the wide receiver slots. Uh, for Johnny, John, or for not Johnny, for Seth. Bob, tell me about Seth's uh, lineup here. Were there any changes you would make? Do you like who he's going with here? Do I like who he's going with? Uh, 
I don't exactly know why he, wait, wait, let me look at it. Okay, okay. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm not understanding why he's not playing Brandon Cooks. Thank That's you. That is saying. glaring. It is it is glaring at me like a, a, a giant cock just staring at my screen. I, don't, I, mean, I don't... mean, like, the Chargers <laughs> only gave up 51 points to wide receivers in the first week. Uh, so, no, I honestly don't. Like, the Chargers don't have a good secondary. They have one good cornerback, and that's it, I think. No, I, I mean, I get it. I like He has one good defensive back, and that's it. Like, I like Hopkins. I like the Golden Tate matchup versus New England. But sure. the Aguilar, man, that feels like Homer. Homer, Homer right there. I know. It's like, dude, the Eagles suck this year, and we can all oh, okay. agree on. on that, right? Hang on. <laughs> well, their defense is, is, I mean, it's not bad, right? Uh, it's, I would say it's prolific. Their, their defense? Their defense, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Why, yeah. why, their, why defense, you their defense would be great against any team in 2017, but basically none of them in 2018. So, All right. No. Well, I don't like the direction this conversation is taken, so we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> I would probably put Brandon Cooks in for Aguilar there. Uh, I would. You know, yeah. Eagles or not. I would just because, I mean, the the Chargers give up a lot of deep passes, and it's fucking Brandon Cooks is looking good so far. I like and him. how about uh, Matt Breida? I'll tell you what, what a uh, swift pickup by Seth, and it has paid off. Matt, Matt Breida, 23 points last week. For one week, yeah. No, I like him. I like no, him going I, for I it. I like Breida, too. I agree. Seth, I think Seth's team is better than we think. I'm going with Seth versus my dad here. I think my dad's going to be started dreaded the dreaded 0-3. Things are looking grim already for him. What do you guys think? Uh, are you going with uh, Seth or the elder statesman, Lou? Well, I, I, you know, I think uh, there's maybe a one percent <laughs> chance that Le'Veon Bell gets traded this week to uh, some team, and maybe like a one hundredths of a percentage of a chance that he goes to the Seahawks, like that one article I read. Um, if he does, then he'll win this matchup. If he doesn't, then yeah, Seth's gonna win. What do you think, Luke? I think uh, I think your dad has a better chance this. Um... <clears throat> oh, interesting. Going against the vaunted projections. Um... Yep. I don't know. I just I just kind of feel his vibe there where he's where he's picked there, and um, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with your dad. What's your dad's right. name? Jesse What's James my dad? Is the number one tight end? What's my dad's name? Name, yeah, his name. The Amadeo Meatsmiths. You mean his, his name actual is Amadeo? Name? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, his actual his name, name is, is the Amadeo, same as mine. But... His actual well, name is Amadeo Lewis Michael Zelli. Oh, okay, okay. So it is Amadeo. Okay, I just, I just, I just, I've never, I've never heard of that name before. So I was asking. Oh, definitely. that is his That's name, and is also the namesake of our family restaurants. Yes. And oh. my dad is a purveyor of fine meats. Are you uh, he, he makes cheesesteaks. Well, he used oh, to be. Who knows well, what he does no, these days? No, it makes total sense the way he has the Philly cheesesteak as a picture. I'm like, that looks so fucking good. Why is? <laughs> yeah, he, he's. A, a, he, he, uh, I'm descended from a long line of meatsmiths. Uh, All right, gotcha. Good to know. Yeah, that's you why have come Lou from. Takes part in uh, cutting people up now. Yeah. So you wait, have wait, wait, wait. Did you? Uh, did you? So were you at Bob's uh, bachelor party? You were right. Yes, sir. Yes. No, no, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Nope. We are not discussing my bachelor party on the podcast. Why wasn't I fed this awesome 
Philly cheesesteak. Oh. I, remember, I remember eating a Philly cheesesteak in Philly or when we were in uh, Atlantic City, but... Well, that's part of the reason we were in New Jersey, so you know, not in Philly. But I agree, I should have provided better food at, uh, at that uh, vaunted bachelor party, which is still one of my favorite bachelor parties. You know, I want to, I want, I want to taste this. Uh, this I love food, so, <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> we'll have to make it happen. Uh, I'll, I'll get a, I'll get a cheesesteak, and you have one of your Polish hookers give me a haircut, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> hey, Sounds like hey. a deal. <laughs> Hey, Luke, do you, do you know what Lou's name is? Lou. This <laughs> no, hey, hey, Lou's. What, what's your name? I'm I'm named after my father. I'm also Amadeo Lewis, Michael Zelli. Do Do you understand now why we call him Little Lou? And yes, yes, Lou, now Big I get Lou. Yep. Hey, all right. Lou's in the <laughs> Lou's in the club now. We're all friends of long, long times. All right. All right. Next up, we have Joe versus uh, our buddy Sean here. Joe coming off a sweet, sweet victory. Sean coming off a devastating loss. Um, <clears throat> t- tell me about this matchup, Bob. Uh, I think Sean has it because I don't, uh, you know, uh, as always this year, I feel like Leonard Fournette is going to be dead by the end of the first quarter. Jordan Howard will be on the IR by the halftime. And, uh, you know, it's just it's the curse of Joe because he continually refuses to come on this podcast, refuses to interact with us in the chat. Uh, all of these things uh, completely control what happens in fantasy, which is why Luke is doing so fantastically right now. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with I, all of this. I don't I don't know what else to say until Joe joins this <laughs> podcast. He will never win a game, even though he won last week. That one didn't count. Matt. I like that. Uh, Sean, uh, just while he, his team is performing well, well, Sean McCoy has just been a constant uh, ugly, ugly, ugly spot there. Uh, I'm curious if he's actually going to stick with him there, if he's going to push Deion Lewis up in that running back spot. Hey, Luke, find it, uh, did you happen to notice when, um, like at halftime, Sean said, oh, my God, I'm so happy that I didn't play Jarvis Landry this week? I don't. You know what? I think I, I did. I remember that. I, I remember that. Do you remember then when Jarvis Landry scored? Um, oh, he didn't actually score a touchdown. He just had eight receptions for 103 yards. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, 16 points. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is yeah. Robert Woods really going to beat 16 points? Let's see. He is averaging 8.5 points. So that seems fairly unlikely. I wonder what Watson says. He says that the bell curve says there is a 99% chance that Robert Woods suck balls. So, oh, I saw yeah. that report. Yeah, IBM Watson, 100% accurate all the time. Yeah, so uh, Robert Woods suck balls, and so does Sean. And you know what? I'm giving this week to Joe. Joe uh, I'm picking Joe. Uh, where are you guys at? It, Sean. Joe right. won't join us, so I'm never going to pick him. Luke, who are you going with? I am going with um, uh, Despacio. Love Despa- it. Yep. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand his name either, but we're going with him. Despacio. None of us, none of us, you know, there's a popular song that I believe he's named after that we have all completely agreed to never listen to. So the that we can keep this joke going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And finally, uh, we got me versus Matt. I'm going to let you two take it away here because I am not impartial. So what, what do you guys like? What do you think? Uh, Matt's going to win. Matt wins every game. Except for the first two games. 
Oh, I'm going to go with uh, you, Lou. I like that. Because uh, I, you have Mahomes, and that, that's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> that's yeah, all you need. I'm serious. I'm, you, I think you're going to take it. Because I am uh, I think Mahomes, uh, well, he's playing San Francisco. That speaks for itself, uh, even this year. <clears throat> and um, he's being really damn good. So I think he didn't get double the points of what he's actually projecting, and you're going to beat him. I like that, Luke. That may be the most intelligent thing anyone has ever said on this podcast. Um, well, no, 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 no. Let's let's be fair. Uh, a week ago, Luke said that I'm the master and he's learning from me. So I think that was actually the most intelligent thing everyone's ever said on this podcast. This can be the second most intelligent thing, though. I'm fine with that. I don't remember that. I only said that. I only said that so I can so I can have that thought have that thought in your head because. In a few games, I'm going to access that, and you're going to fuck up on your choices, and I'm going to win the game. Well, my young Padawan, we shall see. That's the way it works. So um, no, next I, week, I, by the way. I think, uh, no, I mean, legitimately, I think you have the better chance. But uh, you do. it depends on, I wish the Seahawks would just use Chris Carson the way that he should be used. He's, like... This is two weeks in a row where, like, in in the second and third quarters, like, uh, Brian Schartenheimer, our offensive coordinator, has just decided to stop running the ball entirely despite the fact that they're averaging five yards per carry, which seems stupid to me. But if he doesn't do that, then Chris Carson will be great. If he does it again, then, man, fuck him. And Chris yeah. Carson will also be terrible. Yeah, fuck them. No, uh, I'm happy that even with both my starting running backs hurt, uh, I'm pretty happy with Kenyon Drake and James Conner uh, leading my team through there. So I uh, love my running back depth. What do you do yeah. once James – well, I mean, in all likelihood, Bell's never coming back to the Steelers at this point. I'm starting to be concerned about that. So maybe you got a starting running back for next to nothing for the season. I guess we'll see. Yeah, it's pretty pretty lucky on uh, my part. And uh, – a lot of people are calling this week to be the the week Drake pop, so I guess we'll see. I think it will be a close matchup. I think uh, Matt's got a good team, and also it's fantasy football, so who the fuck knows, right? And uh, <clears throat> one more thing, uh, Ingram is uh, he's got two. It's unfortunate for Matt, but if he you know if he was playing, I think Matt would have a better chance. But absolutely, Bob, are you concerned at all? about how Ingram's return no. will affect Alvin Kamara's no. production. No. Sir, please let me finish the question before answering. <laughs> I mean, last year, Ingram was, I think, the number seven running back, and Kamara was number two or three, somewhere in there. Like, So, obviously, it's they, they use them for different things, and they use them a shit ton. Uh, that's not saying that the Saints have good play calling because I think they have awful play calling, but fantasy wise, it works out great for both of them. Yeah, but he may vulture a few of those in in the within the the five uh, running plays there. Maybe he may, but I mean even with even without Ingram there, Kamara's barely running the ball and still putting up twenty plus points, like twenty eight points average. So. Sharing the load, and that's not going to give you more points. That's going to give you less points. Yeah, Bob, you should probably trade Kamara now while you still have time. <laughs> I mean, that's common him. sense, right? Two targets as opposed to one. I almost just made a joke that I'll trade Kamara for Gordon, but that's I, I wouldn't actually do that. So, <laughs> um, 
I will point out that uh, remember that we have our side bet for those keeping track. Um, Ooh, uh, yeah. Tyree Kill currently number one wide receiver in the league. AJ Green number five. Uh, well, so what's, the point what's the point difference? Um, I I don't know. Uh, if you give me a second, I'll look it up. How, make make how some noise. That? So that what are you looking someone at? How do you know that he's number one? Because I clicked the button. I clicked his name, and I I know oh. that Tyreek's number one already. Uh, okay, the point difference is Tyreek Hill is fifty six point three points. AJ Green has forty three point six. So it's a twelve point three. Math is hard. It's a decent lead. It's a decent lead after two games, but there's a lot of season left. Yes. Um, I would. Points. I would, it's a I would say. Point lead right now. I would say overall, you, you had the advantage on this bet. Uh, I'm willing to concede that, but I'm not. Uh, eh, Terry Kill was looking a little shaky that first half. There's gonna be there's gonna be some games he disappears. Yeah, but I mean he's still got. Uh, well, 14 targets, but 12 receptions, so, I mean, as long as he keeps that up, it'll be great. Where are you seeing these targets so quickly? Uh, well, let me tell you, I got this great extension. That extension is called Fantasy Plus. I think it's that one. Ah, um, uh, okay. So you're just looking at... Um... It's the normal thing. It just adds the... the, the um, the target stat into the thing fantasy plus you can find it on the chrome extension store for the price of zero dollars everyone should download it because if you're not then what the fuck are you guys doing like seriously don't be dumb i thought download i had that shit that helps you i don't see targets i thought i had that extension hmm. points last current maybe i have some other extension you helped me get a different extension last year what I mean to talk about is the extension called Fantasy oh. Targets. Oh, uh, you know, it's right there. I found also it. Also $0 on the App Store because who the hell buys extensions? Because Google it. is free. If it was on Apple, it would be ten ninety nine. Anyway, um, any final thoughts? Any closing comments? How do we usually shut this pod down? Uh, I don't know. Pete lets us ramble around for a while before he says, <laughs> We've been well, doing that plenty. we're going to stop talking. Uh, Luke, anything anything to add here at the end? Uh, nope. Just uh, good luck to everyone. And uh, <clears throat> when I playing again, um, what's his name? <laughs> God damn it. Um, it doesn't matter, Luke. He's just another body on the way. John Zelly Jr. Jay Z. Yeah, I think honestly, this game, uh, uh, Gronk and uh, uh, OBJ is not going to let me down, and I'm going to come out victorious. I like that. I like that. A little talk at the end. Uh, Luke, I'm, I'm rooting for you. I want to be the only undefeated team left. Bob, why don't you uh, end with a little smack talk against um, your, your opponent? Andrew, you're going to lose. You're going to lose badly, and you know it. You already know it. The fact that you haven't just pulled all your players and accepted it is offensive to me. I am disappointed in you. Your sons are disappointed in you. Be a man. End this. And also, I think I've only gotten money from like six or seven people. Um, this is the last week that I'm not going to actually check it. I'm going to go and do my ledger like after this. Uh -huh. And we next week, I'm going to start calling people out. If you haven't paid your dues by now, get on that shit. And when you say do your ledger, ledger, it is a Heath 
ledger impersonator? Uh, yeah. You're Actually, going to I do? just draw on this dude who's dressed up like the Joker. And Perfect. he says, why so serious? And I'm like, because I need to get the money from these guys. Stop asking me that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have sex. All right. And I will say to Matt, uh, I respect you. And uh, we're going to have a, a good fight here. But I am going to make uh, orphans of your children. Mm, those children. <laughs> all the children he has. Yep, yep. <clears throat> all right. And, all right. I don't, I don't widow, think anyone else agrees with that. Matt's not here to disagree, so. All right. So, uh, good everyone, work, good luck, guys. everybody. Yeah, good luck. Suck it, Pete. Podcast Suck is it. easy. Suck it, Pete. Suck it. Also, happy anniversary. I'm going to go get a spicy chicken sandwich. Mm, there you go. good idea. I'm in. You're welcome. Got, buy me one. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace out. And if you like this podcast, please hit like on iTunes or hit me up on my Patreon. Or maybe you motherless bastards can pay your goddamn dues. Seriously, pay me your goddamn dues.